No, it's I don't think so. It's actually really sweet. Ooh. I like it. It's got a medicinal flavor. It's mostly honey. Yeah, that's what I really pick up on is a lot of honey. Yeah, I do not like it. Just a tiny hint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tastes like cigar smoke. Michigoni in degree. All the best podcasts are free. Not a ginger and witty. Playing games and drinking tea. Call a pound never lies. The best podcast for its size. So hang out with your new best friend. With a friend for Hidden. Welcome to Grand Rapidians Play Video Games. Where we boycott the city's largest brewery. <laughs> Not because of racist shit one dumbass there did, but because they chose to defend it in court. Yep. Also, <laughs> <laughs> we are world record holders and today a guest that's going to talk about a beverage and video games, real life XP, and recommendations. recommendations. <laughs> Not in that order. I'm Ginger. I'm Willie. I'm a lumberjack, and I'm okay. Oh, my God. And with us today, we have the first lady of the Secret Levels podcast, Jenny Bean. Hi. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for joining us, Uh Jenny Bean. Super excited. So are we. So Will's going to crack open uh, a brewski. I got a Moosehead Lager. From Canada. Woohoo, Moosehead! <laughs> yeah, they're awesome because I can have it. <laughs> nice, even better. See, yes. Canadians, we I... want to give to everybody. <laughs> I emailed the brewery and they got back to me like a day later and said, "Oh yeah, we don't use any wheat in our beer, so so Ginger can awesome. drink it." Awesome, good stuff. Yeah. Cheers to Moosehead. Mm. Yeah, get your antlers on. <laughs> <laughs> the lager is pretty good. It's really clean. It probably could be colder, honestly. Yeah, Moosehead is not good warm. <laughs> I can tell you that. <laughs> it's, it's not good. warm. It's, it's just not ice cold. Not really cold, yeah. It's malty, slight, very slightly bitter, almost a little bit soapy. Not in a bad way soapy, but just in a lager way. It's yeah. like that um, Thrills gum, the soap gum, you know? It's like good soapy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I like it. I think I'll give this... Three and a half out of five. I'm going to agree and a half three and a half. Antlers out of five? <laughs> uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm The moose is my favorite animal, so anytime anyone talks about oh. moose, I'm like, woohoo, moose! <laughs> nice. We didn't know that. Moose yeah, are pretty I love cool. Them. In my mind, I will one day like have a moose, and it'll be my like companion animal. Let me ride on its <laughs> antlers, and I'll be like, oh, hail Jenny, queen of the mooses. You know, like, <laughs> nice. Goobs thinks I'm crazy, but it will happen. I have full beliefs that it's going to happen. Woohoo! And I cannot <laughs> wait to see pictures. <laughs> Damn right. I will send them to you first. <laughs> You'll have to train it up from a little baby six foot tall moose. Damn right. It'll already be bigger than me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hello, my little baby. I'm like looking up at it. <laughs> like on your tippy toes trying to touch oh, yeah. his nose. <laughs> I'd like I'll need a step stool to get onto the antlers. He'll have to like put his head down so I can climb up. Ah, uh, that would be awesome. Like an elephant. Or like you know some you know like some people got you know dragons. I just want to ride a moose. Oh my god, I just want to ride an ostrich. It's like a real life chocobo. Totally. They're fucking kind of scary though. Like They are fucking the, the way they look at you like 
fuck, man. They're, they're looking into your soul. I'm telling right. you. I do not like those birds. <laughs> no, they're evil looking, but I still want to ride one. <laughs> but that makes it more awesome. Like... <laughs> I actually have one of my kombuchas, my homemade kombuchas that I made myself. Nice. So this one is the citrus one. It was made with the kombucha that I brewed for a few weeks. And then I added after it was ready, grapefruit, orange, and lemon. Excellent. It's so super tart, a little funky like kombucha is. Kombucha is a fermented tea. You need a scoby. It's kind of like a mushroom, but it hmm. feeds off of the sugars in the sweet tea. Interesting. So. I must say I've never tried it, but sounds yummy. I mean, I like tea, so. <laughs> Tea's, it's delicious. I love tea. It's not as vinegary as your vinegar drinks because some people love those. I am not a fan of it. Yeah, no, I'm not a fan. Okay, I like vinegar, but I'm not a fan of vinegar drinks. Like, right. you know what I mean? <laughs> Just a little, like, strange to me. Yeah. People claim health benefits. Oh, I can imagine. They say, like, doing, like, the shot of apple cider vinegar and stuff is very healthy and, like, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. There's no real actual scientific studies on those. It's just people drink it and they feel better. So, okay, cool. Or they're like, oh, I lost five pounds. Guess what? The new secret. (laughs) (laughs) Vinegar will make you shit your ass off. (laughs) Right? That's the thing. Like, the after effects of I mean, we've all done a shot of vinegar before, I'm sure, are not pleasant <laughs> afterwards. Like <laughs> Picklebacks. <laughs> no. Gross. So, my kombucha, when I make mine, I, I tend to do it with a lot of berries or sweet fruits, because I'm more of a fan of those. Yeah, for sure. And I made a citrus one before, an orange one, and I left the rind on, and it was kind of a bitter orange. It wasn't horrible, but the tea took on a lot of the bitterness of the skin. So when I made mm. this one, I peel apart the grapefruit and the orange. The lemon seems to not leave a bitterness, but I gave it a five out of five. I am really happy with how it turned out. And I would like to make this one for summer because it's so refreshing for summer and tart. And it's just super yummy. <laughs> it sounds super yummy. And yeah. Delicious. That one's like a funky lemonade. Mm. Yeah, fun. Because like because it. of the scoby, it, it is a little funky, but the scoby is supposed to do the same thing like yogurt. The oh, okay, yeah, for your insides. So if you're not a fan of yogurt, maybe try kombucha. Mm. It sounds <laughs> delicious, man. And the fact that you made it yourself is pretty darn cool too. Like. Well, if you guys ever visit, I'm sure I'll have some for you to try. <laughs> I will definitely try it. And it's I normally awesome. don't try new things, so that's a big thing <laughs> if I'm like, I'm going to try it. <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> so, Jenny Bean, what's your poison? Okay, so mm-hmm. I don't drink. I gave up drinking maybe like three, four, maybe probably even longer. Maybe five, six years ago. I have the odd you know, celebratory drink here or there. But in the past three years, I haven't drank (laughs) at all. Like, you know. But I was happy that you mentioned Moosehead because when I did drink, I loved Moosehead. So (laughs) it's very yummy. (laughs) But so I am more of a smoker. Um, I live in Canada. So lucky for me, weed is legal everywhere in Canada, no matter where you live. 
I mean, <laughs> you know, use responsibly, of course. So this week I'm sm- I'm going to talk about what I'm smoking. All right. So I'm smoking Pink Kush, which is fucking awesome. <laughs> um, it's this the one that I'm smoking is a um, what is it? It's an it's mine's not a hybrid. Mine's just an indica because I like indicas over sativas. Um, you know, I kind of right. like that body uh, high instead of like, hey, I got energy. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, right. This one runs at a 20.8% THC, 0% CBD, because, I mean, CBD is good for you, but I just want the weed. Um, <laughs> yep, CBD, I know a lot of people who use CBD, and they love it. It's really Yeah, no, it is lot. so good for you, but, like, for me, if I'm going to use CBD, I'll do it separately. I don't do it, like, you know, I'll smoke weed that obviously is a mix of THC and CBD, but I don't use that for my CBD. You know All what right. I mean? If I'm going to... If I'm going to use CBD, I'll use, like, the rub or the oils or something like that. You know? Yes. For me, I just like to smoke weed. So this weed's really <laughs> good. Um, its effects are calming, and it's intensely euphoric. So that's it gives you that really happy. But, like, dude, the munchies from this weed are intense. Like, you better have a full <laughs> thing of snack drawers ready, stocked up to go, because you get the munchies like a mother. That's <laughs> hilarious. Um, so the flavor is... um. I really, the flavor is nice. It's, it's kind of got that outdoorsy flavor, but it doesn't taste like shitty outdoor weed. You know, it tastes, <laughs> it still has that like indoor taste, but with the outdoor flavors, kind of. And I mean, if you're using it for treating ailments, this weed is really good for anxiety and depression, things that I totally struggle with. So for me, that's why I like this strand. I'm like, oh, it makes me feel better, you know? I get that. Um, <laughs> the depression and anxiety. <laughs> yeah, but it's good for inflammation. But, like, I love it because when I was talking about the munchies, one of the things that it says that it, it does is, like, if you have a lack of appetite, smoke this. Like, because it gives you the munchies, man. Um, and it cures migraines, uh-huh. mood disorders, chronic pain, insomnia, stuff like that. So I really like this one. I give it a, like, five out of five for sure. This is one of my favorite <laughs> strands. Um, whenever right. I can get it, I get it. Um, yeah, so, I mean, if you're somewhere where it's legal, definitely try to get your hands on some delicious pink kush. What are you smoking it out of? Is it a piece with a name? Uh, no name, because I feel like I'm too old to name them. Um, but I either smoke it out of, I got a one-hitter for, but we'll, we'll say, because it's not technically legal, we'll say travel purposes. Um, and then for the home, I have a one-hitter and a bong, you know. Joints occasionally, but I'm one of those people who, like, zones out with a joint, and then I'm like, I'm just wasting all my weed. And if I, <laughs> there's anything I hate, it's wasting good weed. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> what was the bong's name in Half-Baked? Billy Bong Thornton. <gasps> That's yes, good. I was like, oh, no, my fucking stoner brain can't even remember. <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen that movie, but I do love it so much. It is good. It's I so haven't funny. seen it freaking years either my god i think we found that at like gamestop for like five yeah. bucks or something That's i was like hell yeah <laughs> yeah for that it's like can't resist <laughs> no all right i got one more question you said it's called pink kush yeah is that for the color does it have like pinkish um, hairs or no not really pink is like a strand Um, yeah, weed is weird like that. There are, like, it depends on, I mean, the one that I'm smoking doesn't have pink. I have seen some that actually do have pink in them. There are, like, you got a bit of the reddish strands, but this one is more like kind of the bluey greeny strands. But yeah, the pink is like the strand, I guess, because they they got all kind of pinks. Like, there's pink tuna, pink this, pink that, you know, they have it with blue is the same thing. (laughs) Right? I know. I'm allergic to tuna, so I'm terrified. In my head, I'm like... (laughs) Fuck, 
I cannot think of another strand except for that one, and that's the one that I don't want to say. Like, <laughs> but so yeah, there, it, there's a whole bunch. Like, and same with the blues. There's like, you know, what did we have last week? I think we had bluefin tuna. They have blue kush, blueberry, all that kind of stuff. So they always give them these weird names. I was looking at some last night, and there's some like rocket fuel. And like, I wonder <laughs> if it's just the same thing, and they're just naming it different. To I don't know, right? That's it what I think sometimes. Funny. But then again, too, like when you've smoked enough of the enough of it, you can tell the difference. Like you could give me a blue strand and a pink strand, and I could tell you they're different. I couldn't tell you which one is which, but I would know that they're different. You know what I mean? I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> I could. It's like I don't know. Like you drink a Coke and a Pepsi, you know you're not drinking the same thing. Right. But you just don't know which one the Coke is and which one the Pepsi is. Like, so they are different, but it's the biggest thing will be the indica and the sativa. It's the percentages that make the difference, right? Because it's mm-hmm. all about the high. And there's a lot of horticulture that goes into like crossbreeding oh different strains and stuff yep. like that. Dude, so. it is fucking insane the amount <laughs> of like shit that goes into growing a fucking weed plant like it's it blows my mind i'll sit and like watch videos about it and i'm just like i can't even wrap my head around this shit it's so crazy (laughs) it's just as complicated as brewing beer once you get into it right so i'm like i'll just go to a guy like (laughs) that's what i I just go to the guy and say give me what you got (laughs) go to the guy (laughs) but again our weed stores are fun because like you can you go in and everything's in its own little jar and you can look at it and like you can smell it and it has all these nice lists of what it is (laughs) i'm like i remember in high school when it was like let's meet in the cow field and like fucking get some weed Oh, that's so funny. The cow field. I thought that's where you went to look for mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> My high school was surrounded by four cow fields, so we did everything in the cow field. <laughs> okay. You skipped school in the cow field. You got drunk in the cow field. You looked for shrooms. You looked for weed. You smoked weed. You did shrooms. You did everything there. <laughs> cow field was like the hangout. Did you ever tip a cow? Not on my own, but with other people, yes. Because yeah, I can't. You but need- then you, I'm not gonna lie. I felt fucking so bad. I cried after because I was like, I love animals. Oh. Okay, like I was like the poor cow. <laughs> I would feel bad too. But yes, I have participated in a cow tipping. I was a <laughs> stupid right. teenager as well. Like I think you're the first person I've met who ever has. Even the people who raise cows, cows on their farm. Like, I don't know me. if people actually do that. But you know what? Like, karma's a bitch because I totally fell in cow shit after I did it. <laughs> that's, so, like, that karma's a legit. fucking bitch, man. So, that, like, that's a legit payback. Yep. Oh, and I, I was okay with it. Like, I mean, I was already crying because I felt bad for the cow. So, what's a little bit of shit? Like, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> don't call them cow patties for nothing. <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. Cow patties. <laughs> I miss the I country. Just, I just think of people, like, throwing those cow patties yep. at, like... Uh, at each other. <laughs> at walls. At anything, really. Even just at the ground. <laughs> Goes plop. Yep. It's, it's safer than a Roman candle fight. Oh, I miss those, too. Well, we know the toilet situation and... I miss those, too. In the review. <laughs> I fucking love Roman candles, and I love shooting them at people. <laughs> But I have a child now, so I have to be, like, the responsible adult. But me and Goobs always, like, look at each other and we're like, (laughs) that you know if the kid wasn't there, we'd be shooting these at each other. (laughs) (laughs) I miss the Roman Candle Wars. That that sounds like that could fit in our next segment. So let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Yes. (laughs) 
Ash, what the hell? Where are we? I don't know. There was a button, and it was shiny, and I pushed the button, and I, I think we're on another podcast? Really? Uh, do, you, do you think we should plug our, our show? Uh, yup. Cue the music. Hi, we're the hosts, Kyle and Tasha from the Triple G Podcast. A weekly podcast where we talk about games, we geek out, and share our guilty pleasures. You got it. Every week, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor, and Podbean. And if you're old school, you can just check us out on our website at triplegpodcast.com, where we got cool merch, our Patreon, and all of our other social media stuff. We have new episodes every Monday. Cool. I think that's it. Yeah, that pretty much covers it. Let's get out of here. Tasha, hit the button. All right. And remember, everybody, stay weird. Now it's time for Real Life XP. TMCRLLC. CAN. GRPVG. <laughs> I love it. So. Do you want me to go first, Ginger? You can go first. Okay, I'll go first. I'm going to do a cooking experience points. I oh, found shit. this crazy recipe. They did posted an article on the takeout about watermelon burgers. Interesting. And the basic recipe was you make a topping out of crushed garlic and grilled oranges. You squeeze the juice out with some of the orange rind. Then you coat watermelon about two inches thick with olive oil and you grill it till it's hot. It looks more like salmon or... Yeah, it did. Or rare steak, but... You put that on a bun with some goat cheese and that topping that you make with fennel, garlic, orange, and that was really good. It was. It sounds I, very interesting. It, it was very interesting, and that watermelon got hot as fuck. <laughs> like, yeah. it burned me, but it was still good. But I thought my bread that I had took away from the flavors. Yeah, because it would soak it up, like the juices and stuff, right? Hmm. It was just... Was it filling? The type of bread that I had. Yeah, it was filling. It wasn't it was really filling, juicy. Yeah. It didn't make the bun. It wasn't like dripping water. Oh, like that's good. Watermelon. Huh. Yeah. Because after you grill it... That's super interesting. It's like six or seven minutes per side for the watermelon. And the chunks I did were so thick, I did a couple minutes on the edge, too. To yeah. And cook it all the way around. That and sounds so cool. <laughs> it was really good. I think next time we do it, uh, we'll eat it without bread and just do the the mix and the goat cheese on top and have it like a grilled watermelon steak. Yes. Very cool. Maybe I can find a good bun recipe in my gluten-free cookbook and like make a good bun that isn't flavored, that won't take away from the flavors. So I think because of the uh, checkout code for watermelons, that that's worth 4,250 points. Nice. <laughs> I like it. Sure. I'll, I'll agree with those points. Because I don't care. Because <laughs> <laughs> why not? Because <laughs> whatever. Jenny, would you like to go next? Um. Okay, I'm trying to think of what I've done recently. Because, I mean, obviously COVID. Like, I've been sitting in my house a lot. Um, right. Oh, I got one. Okay. So, la- okay, it was like a week ago, but that's okay. Who cares? That's we'll totally pretend fine. like it wasn't. So, last <laughs> week. You've never been on before, so you could do anything from okay. like 
20 years ago if you wanted. Well, in that case, when I was 17. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) So last week, I mean, this is kind of a selfish one, too, but I don't give a shit. Last week, I took my son, who's nine. We both love um, the country. We love farm animals. My dream one day is to own, like, a quote-unquote hobby farm. I want to have goats and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I got us tickets to go to this event called Goats and Giggles. So we literally just went and played with goats for an entire hour. Oh my god, that sounds so wonderful. It was amazing, dude. And like, there was about, I think they had 19 goats. They had six alpacas, a llama, two sheep, and a bunch of chickens. So it was such an awesome experience. And I really liked it because, um, like, when we got there, you know, the people greet you and stuff. And they said, like, you'll notice that this isn't the kind of farm that's like, a, you know, the fun farms you can go to with the big slides. And they charge all this money and all of that, right? Yeah. yeah. They just want to create, like, a really organic experience with the animals. Like, this is what it's really like, you know? So it was awesome, man. Like, the goats were so sweet. I mean, I got headbutted in the kneecap. I still have a bruise, but I didn't even care. (laughs) Like, I don't care, man. I was all about these goats, petting them all. Like, I was sitting down and one climbed up on me. I have a picture of, I mean, I posted it in the Discord of me hugging the goat. Like, and I will tell you, for anybody who, like, even if you're not a big animal fan, the, the amount of therapy I received in that one hour is nothing compared to what I would receive with, like, I mean, is way more than what I feel like I would receive with, like, 20 hours with a counselor like i felt a million <laughs> i'm not even kidding dude i felt so much better after that i like almost cried i just felt so happy and like all of i mean I, like i said before i have anxiety i have depression these are things i yep. struggle with regularly so for me it was so nice to just felt so stress-free it was amazing so That's that was so awesome. cute if we put up a couple more pieces of fence we could get a goat <gasps> oh my god, I'll come and I'll never leave. <laughs> I'll never leave. I'll be like, my goat. My man. <laughs> but oh, I love them. So so that, it, and yeah, they are, man. And they're, they're like, goats are actually pretty loving. Like, you know, these goats were super cool. They do goat yoga and stuff there too. See, do you see really why I want to do yoga now? Like, because <laughs> I can go do goat you yoga. Get baby goats to crawl all over <laughs> right. you. Yeah, One of uh, my friends down in uh, Tennessee who is a yoga instructor, she'll do goat yoga here and there. So Renee. awesome. Yeah. So awesome. I, I get cool. it. Like, the, the animals are just so sweet. And, yeah, for me it was nice because, like, I never grew up on a farm, but I grew up in the country. So, like, those – I know people are going to say it's gross, but, like, those country smells and, like, all of that brings mm-hmm. me back to home, too. So it was just nice to, you know. So that was my – so I got yep. lots of animal – Tending experience. So, how many points? Oh my god! What is the number of the goat? Well, it's not going to be the number of the beast. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say that it's. Let's. Can we go with five thousand? I like five thousand. Yeah. Uh-huh. Five thousands feels like I I got like plus three to my animal tending skills. (laughs) Oh hell yes! At least. At least. That's I mean, my good. only other thing I could say is, like, I make masks, you know, cloth surgical masks for people, mm-hmm. so I guess I've been helping there, too. So that'd give me a little extra. Plus one yeah. to health, you know? Like, 
At least another thousand points for making masks right. for people. Yeah. Slugging these fucking or, things. <laughs> or we can just double it and give you, a, like, ten Gs right out yeah. of the gate. Because, yeah. honestly, making masks for people, that's that's fucking honorable as hell. That's so Pretty awesome. Much because, to yep. me, I just want people to wear them. I mean, we don't... <laughs> luckily, again... I'm so, th- like, I hate to say it, but I'm so thankful that I'm in Canada because it's not nearly as mm-hmm. bad here as it is for you guys down there, so. Yeah. There, you know. I've been waiting to record a Karen or what's the male name? Chad? No, yeah, that's, Chad. No, not Chad. Chad, <laughs> No, that's what like, is it? I saw Ken. it this morning. Like, Ken. Ken, yes. Yeah. Those Karen people, Ken, I've been I cannot waiting. believe. Like, I cannot wait to record one. You're, you'll but find one someday. I tell but you. But I don't go to Walmart, no. so that's gonna cut my chances down a ton. <laughs> For sure, because Karen seemed to love Walmart. <laughs> and Costco, and I don't go yeah. to there. <laughs> so, my real life experience. I am going to say yesterday's forearm stand I got into, I'm pretty fucking proud of. Is that the one you posted? Yeah, on my Yeah, Instagram. that was crazy, dude. <laughs> I was like, holy shit! Awesome! <laughs> I was waiting to fall over, but, um, if you want to go check it out, Ginger's Chocobo42 on Instagram. That's my personal page. But the last few weeks, um, I've been taking little mini yoga breaks through between my emails at work and doing my forum stand up against the wall and... Earlier this year, I kind of fell out of my practice, and, you know, it sucks. It kind of ebbs and flows, but I've been finally kind of getting back into a groove, knock on wood. (laughs) And that few weeks practice let me get into a freaking scorpion forearm stand yesterday. (laughs) Good for you. And I was really proud of myself, and... Yeah, I also suffer from anxiety and depression, so I had to also remind myself that I'm a badass. Damn right, that man. helps me. <laughs> it's too bad you didn't have a goat to climb on you while you did Exactly! It. <laughs> Christ, well, you just have to, like, piss on my flame, huh? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, if we get a goat, it can make it even better. Yeah, I the goat will just be like, hi, mama. <laughs> right. Well, I did have Tango out in the carrier but I didn't want to let him out while I did that. Mm-hmm. I think I did after. So you did kitty yoga. Yeah. Just as adorable. <sighs> Man, he'll get under me, and I've kicked him a few times on Oh, I bet. Cats like to get in the fucking Fucker. way, right? Like He knows I'll give him treats. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, for getting into this forum stand, I'm... Hmm. I think I'm going to go with 4,000. More than that. Come on, man. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. If 6, I tried 000? to do that, I, like, at least, okay? okay? If not more than that. Because if I tried to do that, I would be broken in half on the ground, being like, give me a bag of chips and piss off. Like, How about 6,177? <laughs> okay, that's good. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think you good. rock. I thought that it was good. <laughs> If I inspire people, that that is more than enough. Fucking right. I know I, I follow a lot of inspirational people that kind of put the flame under my ass. So if I can put the flame under other people's asses, 
I don't want to give him hemorrhoids. <laughs> I was going to say, you're going to burn some butts if you're not careful. <laughs> hey, they can look up on Google's or Instagram on how to get into that fucking pose. Oh, I thought you were going to say how to find aloe to put on their butts. <laughs> to put on their fire butts. <laughs> All right, we'll take a quick break, and we'll be right back. <laughs> hey, Ginger. Yeah. What game you play? I play Steppy Pants for your phone. It sounds oh, fun. <laughs> okay, so I recently re-downloaded this. I actually used to have it on my phone, and it's it's kind of a... It's a free-to-play it? high-score game? Yeah. So what you're doing is you're tapping your screen and you're stepping on a sidewalk and you can't hit the cracks, otherwise you restart. So instead of an endless runner, it's like an endless walker. Yes. (laughs) But if you tap it lightly, it's a small step. And if you tap it like too much, you do the splits. (laughs) Isn't it based on how long you hold your finger on the screen? Yes. When you re- when you release your finger, his foot goes down? Yes. His or hers. His or her. You can get a bunch of different skins for your stepper. Yep. Um, You earn coins, and then you can actually get, like, different outfits and stuff. But different really... pants? Different pants, yeah. <laughs> so, like I said, when I first played this, I laughed so hard. It is just such a weird way of controlling a game. I had never had played a game like this. And the actual avatar is so funny looking. You're like a blue person with like a eh smile. Well <laughs> 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 but we can all picture it too. <laughs> 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 and it's really blocky. And very square, so when you step, it's like, it's just really weird. I I really recommend people to download this silly-ass game. Doesn't the player kind of flop around like one of those animals with the spring and the strings in it? Where you press the bottom and it, like, dangles and flops and shit like that? Yeah, and that's what makes it even (laughs) more silly. It's like, how is this person moving (laughs) like this? So, as you progress along you can get to checkpoints which is great i don't know if it's every 10 or 20 meters something around that you'll get longer strides yeah longer strides and also longer pieces of the block so it's not like uniform like your sidewalk Mm -hmm. it will have a longer like sidewalk so you have to be a little more strategic in your steps, or a small one, or TNT. <laughs> yeah. Or it will go across, like, a street, and you have to time that with the car, so the car doesn't hit you. I haven't played it in a while, but I know you can unlock new levels, too, where there's one yes. where you're, like, playing in a house, and the floor is actually lava. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you have to, like, walk on the furniture that's floating in the lava. Yes, it's so silly. So, the... The areas are called, the first one is Steppy Streets. The second one is Flora's Lava. (laughs) Haunted Woods, which is really awesome. Very Halloween. Sounds like it'd be my favorite. (laughs) Yep. It's like, I want to live in the Haunted Woods. (laughs) (laughs) Snowy Hills, which is kind of Christmassy. Checkpoint Challenge. This is new from when I last downloaded it. 
it looks like you can just how many checkpoints can you get past and then there's another one it's a steppy sprint so you're just seeing how fast you can walk like this little sprint race and it's it's very funny it's so silly very open to anyone who has a phone kids can play it as well it's but i would be careful with your children because there's little loot boxes and vip things you can just easily hit yep make sure you got your mobile payments turned off if you let your toddler play yeah. when before they hit random shit or even yeah. any kid honestly because yeah. you wouldn't want all of a sudden like 50 dollars taken for steppy pants and then <laughs> you have all the skins unlocked but is it really worth that 50 bucks <laughs> no exactly <laughs> So You're going to be did... working off those steppy pants payments, kid. <laughs> <laughs> right. The name I makes me see... laugh so hard, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever played this game? No, but I'm going to download it like once we're done this. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll probably I... message you and be like, I forget what it's called, but I know it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I-, I will totally like share, share a link to the Play Store or whatever. Nice. There's a VIP thing. It's like you can pay uh, weekly for <laughs> extra shit for $7.99, $8 a week. Oh that God. sounds like a lot of money for steppy pants. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> so it's just probably worth playing it and not paying. Um, yep. I hate loot boxes. I really despise games when they try to set you up and easily get you for loot boxes, which it kind of does. Even though they're in this game, though, you can have just as much fun with it without paying any money. So Exactly. Like, if you want to, go ahead. I'm just... I really try to tell people don't pay for loot boxes, <laughs> so games stop fucking putting them in there. But, I mean, it's still a silly-ass game. It took a little practice, and... It, it really sucks when you get really close to a checkpoint and you fail because TNT blows you up. Shit happens. I didn't see any piss jugs in here, <laughs> but... But you can change your pants. Yes. I'm not sure if there's any <laughs> toilets. You can play it on the toilet since it's a mobile game. I think I remember stepping on a toilet and the floor is lava apart. Yeah. That is a definite possibility. I just hadn't opened up. I think I had all of them open last time I had this on my phone, but that was a while back. Whoa! Yeah. Steppy Pants. It's really <laughs> name, fucking I'm silly. <laughs> <laughs> I've been dying over here over this name the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Trying so, so hard silly. not to laugh. I'm crying. It's okay. Laugh, because it's silly. <laughs> and once you download it, you're going to you're going to laugh when you see it, because it's just, it's an odd, cartoony, blocky game. Fun. And the way they step, dude, it still <laughs> makes me laugh. Like, you could do a bunch of little steps and kind of, like, scoot. <laughs> Silly. <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited for this game. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dietrich. 
I'm Alex. And I'm Ben. We're from the podcast That Song From That Movie, the journey through the very best and worst of movie songs. We want you to join us on our voyage across the cinematic sound waves as we take a deep dive on a new song and movie each week to figure out just what makes them tick. Already we've set sail with Celine Dion on the Titanic, found a friend in Toy Story, and gotten drenched out in the rain with Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Hopefully each breakdown allows us to answer the ultimate question of what's better, the movie or the song. Or at least learn something new along the way. Just like learning that Toy Story 4 is a meaningless cash grab without a soul. You can subscribe right now on all good podcast platforms. If you use one of the bad ones, then that's on you, and we can't be held responsible. Subscribe to that song from that movie. What'd you play? I played Iggy's Wrecking Balls on Nintendo 64. <laughs> nice. Oh, this game hurt my eyes watching. I oh yeah, I, I bet not watching it. It's it's an unusual game. It's kind of a a two D racing game, but they take <laughs> the Nintendo sixty four three D graphics and they transfer from instead of just going from left to right or right to left. Yeah, they add in vertical loops that you race through like Sonic, and they have horizontal loops that is just like Mm -hmm. circles and they'll stack one circle above another circle and everybody plays as balls (laughs) there's iggy is an iguana there's a girl iguana then you can unlock you start with like six and you can unlock more and more there's like an elvis ball they're creepy looking there's an eyeball there's a big teeth ball and they all have grappling hooks and so you can use your grappling hook to go up through the levels like when there's a circle above you then you got to race around it to there's like metal areas of the floor that you can't use your grappling hook to go through then there's regular sections okay and so you got to race through laps the whole thing is time based so you get to the finish which is usually a circle a checkered circle floor and it's, yes it's four player simultaneous on Nintendo 64 so it's built to be a party game. You know what they remind me of? And I had to just Google it. Mad Balls. It reminds me of Street Sharks. Like the <gasps> toys. Street Sharks. Yeah. Like the toys. Not the actual cartoon. The silly toys that came out. Some of them. It reminded of me them. of, even before that in the 1980s, there was Mad Balls. Yeah. Where they would have the balls with yes. their faces. I used to love yeah. Mad that's, Balls when I was a kid. That's <laughs> what it was. Because my brother had a few of them, and uh-huh. they were just weird. That's what it was. They're right. so cool. Yes. Yes. Not Street Sharks. The Mad Balls. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Same shit. <laughs> uh-huh. So it's a racing game where you do that. You can use the trigger button, and depending on how much of something or other, there's like a charge meter... And so you can have turbo dashes, you can jump, there will be gaps, and then sometimes the, the level above you is higher, so you have to jump and then use your grappling hook. <laughs> and the, the screen is split into four, but you're all playing in the same area, so if you're like right behind somebody, you can use your grappling hook to grab them and slam them on the ground and make them dizzy for a second. That's not nice. So it's kind of... a 2D combat racing game. (laughs) Interesting. I love how you've called this like three or four different types of games. It (laughs) It is, though. It combines (laughs) these genres into one. Right. And that's the main four-player mode. If you don't have three friends to play it with, then you have to play against the computer in the main race mode. 
and the computer is really good and it gets really hard. Luckily, you can look up some codes to unlock all the courses if you want to try them. You can, there's okay. a, there's an easy code to unlock all the different balls. I think you just have to press R and Z to bring up the code screen and just Google it if you're, if you actually find it and play it somewhere, but. So I was, I was kind of watching this because it just messed with my eyes <laughs> yeah. a little too much. Um, was there any kind of like jugs of some sorts? They're pits of green slime. And if you try and walk through those, it slows you down a lot. Okay. There are, it does kind of look like there's fumes coming up from it. So So it could be hot green piss. Greenish, yellowish, <laughs> piss pits. And yeah. if Fermented you have piss. green piss, go to the doctor. Or stop God. eating asparagus. <laughs> <laughs> or the box of, like, Lucky Charms. <laughs> no, that's oh, for wait, green that's poop. poop. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right, and there's also a time trial mode where you can do the courses without the computer. Okay. And it just tracks how fast you can get from the to the end. And some of those courses would be really, really hard to do, like, in a very quick time. Yeah, they are. And then there's a battle mode, too, where instead oh. of doing a race, you just fight the other people. <laughs> so you got to grab them with your grappling hook, slam them into the ground, jump on them. Okay. So I want to say something about this grappling hook that's coming out of these balls. I can yeah. see your air quotes, like, in my head. <laughs> she was doing it. <laughs> I, I could just picture them. <laughs> um, it doesn't look like a grappling hook. It looks like some weird mechanical dick grabbing them and slamming them. It just does. Like one of those grabber thing claws. Yeah, like the claw yeah, game. but it's coming yeah. out of a ball. Yes, mm-hmm. I have to pervert everything. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> it does look, it looks like Mr. Uh, Inspector Gadget's arm, like the metallic with lines in it coming out with oh a claw grabber thing at the end. Oh, God. Metallic with dick veins? <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, no, they're, they're horizontal, not vertical. <laughs> okay, okay. If anybody's got dick veins that look like rings, like, Nanny you gotta go to the fucking Muppet doctor. Babies. Yeah, <laughs> go talk to your doctor about that. <laughs> Something not right down there. <laughs> right. Unless you're Inspector Gadget, then it's to be inspe- expected. <laughs> go, go, Gadget. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Good thing that movie wasn't rated R, so they didn't have to go into that. Thank God. Right. <laughs> Would have ruined everyone's childhood. <laughs> yeah. So Iggy's wrecking balls. Yep. Is this on anything else? Can you download I, it? I think it's only Nintendo sixty four, as far as I know. Yeah, really not even like on Mame or anything. No, Mame is multiple arcade machine emulator. There was okay. never an arcade version. Holy shit! Okay. I never knew what that stood for until right now. <laughs> Fucking right. <laughs> like it. <laughs> Nice. So yeah, it's a, a game full of dirty puns that is good for a laugh or two. And that's about it. <laughs> However much it costs now, it's probably not worth it. <laughs> right. So not recommending, hey? <laughs> um, No, not highly recommending. Yeah. Unless, you know, you have a friend that has it, that you can play it. Yeah, it costs mm-hmm. you nothing and takes you no time to get. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> then maybe try. <laughs> 
tried playing it with Simon last week, and after... Like, the easy mode has ten courses. There's, like, ten sets of races, and each one has ten courses. And Simon and I playing versus, we made it through about the first five before he was like, fuck this game, let's play something else. <laughs> Had enough, yeah. 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 It's one of those. Hey, Jenny. Yeah. What game do you play? Well, <laughs> I hope that you are ready to dig out your Harvard Law degree, dust it <laughs> off, hang it on the shelf, because I played Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney. Objection. Um, Objection! <laughs> that was my favorite part. Not gonna lie. Yep. I was used to yell into the when DS. you did that. I fucking loved it. Because yes. I got so into it. I'd be like, Objection! Like, I'd scream <laughs> at it. Fucking loved it. So, this game originally came out for Game Boy Advance uh, in 2001, available only in Japan. So, I mean, in 2001, we were all sad that we couldn't play it. Wait, it was, it was Nintendo DS, wasn't it, originally? No. It was ported to the DS in 2005. Oh, so it was originally nice. Game Boy Advance in Japan only. It was technically, sp- it originally was supposed to be made for Game Boy Color, and it was going to be about ah. a PI, but then I guess, I don't know why, but they decided Game Boy Advance and changed the thing. Okay, okay. this is probably one of my favorite fucking games of all time. Luckily, <laughs> I'm a stoner and I have a bad memory because I've played this game numerous times. <laughs> yeah, So I'll forget things still, you know, so I'm like, oh, I could play it again because I don't remember what I have to do. I'll remember, like, the ending of it, but... I don't remember the little in-betweens, so it's a lot of fun. I love this entire series all the way from Phoenix Wright number one all the way through the like all the Phoenix Wright games, all the Miles Edgeworth games, the Apollo Justice games. Like I've watched the anime. I've watched the Japanese movie. Like <laughs> I love fucking Phoenix Wright. Nice. I was going to cosplay as Maya from Phoenix Wright, but the con got canceled. Like, I love Phoenix <laughs> Wright, okay? So I'll that give would... you a quick, like, spoiler-free review of Phoenix Wright, I guess, because I think everybody should fucking play this game, and I don't want to ruin it for anybody. <laughs> we don't care about spoilers here, so if you I know, but still, to want to, but or not... It, it may come out, fine. but I'm going to try not to, like, <laughs> ruin it too much. So, yeah, like I said, this game was ported to DS in 2005, so then it was available, like, North America, European regions. We all got to enjoy the Phoenix Wright. So I played this yes. one on the DS. It is also available. You can get the entire, like, the trilogy, the three on the Switch now, yes. which is pretty cool. I was tempted. I actually, for my birthday, Goobs got me the Japanese version because it was released, but the the English version hadn't been released yet. So I got the trilogy early because he got me the Japanese version at some microplay store. It was amazing. I was like, you're the best husband ever. That's so sweet. And that's the great thing with the Switch is if you're playing a game that's like... Does it have English subtitles? Well, the Switch, if you, it doesn't matter what region the game is from. Like, this is a Japanese game. When you put it in your Switch, it's in English because the Switch recognizes your language and automatically changes it. So you can play any Japanese game on the Switch and it'll be in English. Fucking crazy. I did did buy one physical (laughs) from PlayAsia and it has English menus. Yeah. I just can't buy the DLC. Oh, yeah. That sucks. I I have to download that for mine to do that. But yeah, this is... We digress. (laughs) This is one of the very few... Okay. I fucking hate Capcom because their games are too fucking hard. I am not like... Okay. I am not like... I love video games. I play video games a lot. I am not good at a lot of video games. Okay? Like, I can't play first-person shooters anymore because I get motion sick. I've never 
been good at fucking platformers like Mario. I love Mario, but I will rate, <laughs> rate Mario 10 out of 10 for anger because it fuck, I can't make a jump. <laughs> like, you know? I remember I hearing that on, on a derailers. So for me, like, I love, yeah, I'm sure Aura Levels or something, you've heard me bitch yes. about how I fucking hate platformers because I can't <laughs> jump and I make Goobs do all the hard jumps for me. And then he laughs at me. <laughs> so games like this are perfect for me because uh, this game is classified as a visual novel adventure game and I'm a big fucking reader. So right there, you've got me. I love books. This is like reading a fucking book. So yeah. it's good. It's a lot more than that, trust me. But it is a Capcom game, and it'll be the one Capcom game that I love. So it's, it's like okay. an interactive book. Yeah, it's like, so y you pretty much go between, there's two different settings in the game, kind of. Like, there's your trial levels, so where you're actually in court, pressing the witness statements, presenting evidence, so on and so forth. And then you have the investigation section, where you're going to different locations, you're investigating the scene... You go to, like, the detention center and talk to, you know, your client and stuff like that. So there's a lot more to it than just a courtroom game, which I think makes it kind of fun. Yeah. You know, um, so this game, the original one that came out on the Game Boy only had four different levels, so four cases. But when it was ported to the DS, they added a fifth level because the DS has the touchscreen and all of that, right? So there's a lot more options. Right. So the first four cases in the game you'll find are just... You know, there's no touchscreen use really, except to open maybe your um, your evidence and stuff and flip <laughs> through it. You could use it for that, but other than that, mm -hmm. there wasn't a lot. But in the fifth case, you can actually use it to examine evidence. Like, there's one part where you can spray luminol and stuff like that, or you can <laughs> dust for prints using your touchscreen. So that's kind of cool. I haven't replayed this one on the Switch because I started. I'm going backwards on the Switch version. I started with three. <laughs> And I'm working backwards. Because I had just played one recently when I got the Switch version, right? So I'm like, I'll yeah. start, I'll go backwards. So I don't know how they do it on that one, but... Um, so your first case is pretty basic. Um, it's your very first case ever as a lawyer. You're just this, you know, young little Phoenix Wright, spiky hair, blue suit, you know, nervous as hell. Yep. Sweating in front of the judge. And it's, it's a nice kind of tutorial how they do it. Because, um, like, the judge will be like, okay, so do you know who the defendant is in this case? And then you pick your answer, you know? So it's getting you used to the mechanics of the game. Uh -huh. Like, the first one is literally just you're defending your buddy because they think he killed some chick, you know? With um, I, One thing I will say about this game I really like is you'll find a lot of the same characters come back through the different cases and through the different games. And you'll find, like, some of the weapons and stuff, or things will be similar from one case to another, you know? Like, this one in the first case, the weapon is, like, um, it's the, the statue of the thinker and, and there's it's a clock, and then it comes into play. supernatural elements that are... Totally, the spirit world. <laughs> uh-huh. I so, love it. You said so. you don't want to give any spoilers, so I won't say who's a ghost. But... <clears throat> but. <laughs> exactly. Well, I watched Game Grumps play through all of the ones on the Switch... And they made a really funny song, I think, from the second or the third one. <laughs> yeah, Game Grumps are pretty silly. <laughs> I will check it out for sure. Oh, oh my god. When the first one came out on DS at that time, I was taking the bus into work. And so I would play yeah. my DS on the way to work. And I enjoyed embarrassing myself by yelling objection at my DS. Right? <laughs> I know. I, I would because play this at home mostly because that I would, I you know, that, like, <laughs> then people are going to stare at me. I don't want people to look at me, but, like, I would get so into it. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah, to, to call an objection 
You actually yeah, have objection! to like, yell objection into the microphone. A few times I would look at you like, what the fuck? Oh, that game. <laughs> yeah. You could also hit a button. Yeah. And I would get, like, I'd point my finger at everything. You know how he, like, points his finger in the game mm-hmm. when he does it? And it's like, bang, bang, bang. I get yes. so excited. <laughs> Banging on the table and stuff. It's the best. <laughs> but yeah, I love how this game, like, every level that you go through, it gets a little bit more. You know, like, the first one is pretty short. There's no investigation, really. It's more just a trial. And then throughout yeah. the ge- the levels, you go through more. Like, your second level is, oh my god, your boss is murdered, so now you need to figure out who <laughs> right. killed your boss, right? Um, and you, this one is probably my favorite, because you meet... This is where you meet the other main characters in the game story arc, you know? Like, yeah. you meet... You meet his new assistant, you meet Dick Gumshoe, you get to meet my favorite fucking character of all time, Miles Edgeworth, like, you know, the prosecutor, I love him to death, he's so, like, he's just misunderstood. Right. (laughs) But this level is the first one where you switch between the investigations and your locations, and this game, okay, it sounds kind of easy, this game can be a fucking pain in the dickhole because yeah. <laughs> if you don't go to the right places in the right order or you miss something, it doesn't tell you you missed anything and you literally don't realize it till you're in trial and you can't get past that point because you need a certain piece of evidence that you didn't get because you didn't talk to somebody or like, you know, so they make it fun like that. So it's a lot of like your investigation parts are talking to the people around, searching areas, stuff like that. And as you search areas and find uh evidence, more areas will open, stuff like that. Yeah, it's so. cool like puzzly like. Yes, that's what I like about it. It's got puzzle element too to keep you kind of it makes you this game makes you use your goddamn brain. Like I don't know the amount of times that I've been so tempted to be like, if I just look up a walkthrough, it will tell me what to do. <laughs> like, but I can't because I'm like, it'll make you know. Then I'll feel like I. Has he ever done a cross but... a crossover with Harvey Birdman? No, but that would be fucking amazing. That, yeah, Harvey that seems like Birdman. it'd be a perfect fit. <laughs> Attorney at law. That would be that silly. Show. That would be pretty great. good. Was there yeah. any kind of? toilet situation in this first one? I don't. I don't think so. I no, think so. like, piss jugs in the <laughs> corner. <laughs> Not that I can remember. <laughs> That's okay. Off the top well, of my Well, you know head. how the judge always has his glass of water up on the bench. Yes. I mean, that could be it. It's <laughs> not really be. a glass of water. <laughs> or exactly, he right? has, Plus like, <laughs> or he has, like, some kind of weird piss jug. Hillbilly... Oh. Under the bench. Under the bench. Exactly, so he doesn't have to get up, right? Right. One other thing I'll mention about this, uh, (laughs) I forgot to, no, just because my my thoughts are so scattered, I actually wrote shit down and I'm just staring at it, not even reading it, but, um. (laughs) No worries. In the trial part, it'll come to, like, so, you hear a testimony and then you have the chance to, like, um, cross-examine, that's the word I'm looking for, I'm like, Jesus, Jen, I fucking Mm -hmm. took law, like, how do I not know how to work? (laughs) I was going to be a law clerk, like shit. Um, So you have the chance to cross-examine. So you can press every statement that they say. You can present evidence, stuff like that. But in the later levels, and when it gets closer to the end of the trial, like big things, you'll have a bar. Or I think in the first game, I think it's exclamation marks. And the judge will warn you, like, if you're incorrect, there will be 
punishment or consequences, right? So then right. if you lose all of those exclamations, not punishment, he like whips you behind the, <laughs> behind the bench, you know? That would probably Bad be better lawyer. than getting Bad thrown lawyer. into jail from being contempt of court, right? Right. Just bank me with so the then, devil. Yeah. Yeah, just baby with that. Ow. But then, yeah, if you lose all of those, then you go back to... Then, obviously, like, you're doing something wrong. You've missed something kind of thing. You know you need to go back. and Right. But it's good, too, because after every little section, you, you can save. You know, like, after you do your investigation, you save. Before you start your trial. Like, after your trial, save. You know, so... Right. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I just love how... And every level uses, like... Like I said, a lot of the characters are the same. You'll find a lot of the same people pop up. As witnesses from the previous chapters or whatever, but, um, it's always different areas. Like, there's one that's on, like, a movie lot, you know? Yep. So that's kind of cool. You get to see all different things. You've got another one that's at, like, on the lake, stuff like that, one that's in the office, all different kinds of areas. Um, it's kind of funny because I was reading, too, that, like, it looks very, like, they say that it looks like it's Japanese, sceneries but it actually is supposed to be american sceneries which is kind of funny because i'm like it doesn't really look american to me but okay it's just kind of in the anime art style exactly right it's totally the art style it's very punny too like and i am like the queen of puns and dad jokes like so this is why i love this game because that's right where i was going like it's so punny and like i love when the characters are like they're being cross-examined and they start getting mad and their faces will like you know change and like their hair will go crazy and shit i get so happy about it it's so much fucking fun if phoenix wright was a real man i'd marry him (laughs) i love it yes yes it is a very very silly game i recommend this game to anybody who doesn't mind playing games with a lot of reading like if you don't like games with reading though don't play this game like just watch the movie the movie's hilarious not gonna lie, super cheesy, super funny. The anime is pretty good too. Um, I haven't, I, yeah, I haven't seen the movie, and I'll have it's to like, see if yeah, it's like, yeah, I, I mean, I love this, I love the whole lore, so I liked it, but I enjoyed the movie. I mean, I've seen worse, you know. So nice, it was good. Yeah, and nice. the anime is good too. Like, and they do have mangas, and it's actually pretty crazy. The mangas have made like the New York Times bestseller list, and they've actually been. People have given credit to those mangas for bringing more readers into that visual nice. um, reading experience because it's like right. before a lot. I mean, we all know a lot of mangas are like ninjas, love stories, slutty shit. You know, like there's a lot of good ones. Don't get me wrong. But something like you don't find a lot of really good like crime investigation ones. So this kind of brought more different kinds of readers to the genre, you know, to the yeah medium that's the word i'm looking for but yeah so i love this game everybody play it and now it's time for recommendations, recommendations. Do, do. <laughs> <laughs> will you want to go first yeah i'm gonna recommend a podcast called video game lore hmm. and it's not a huge series yet. I think there's like nine or ten episodes maybe right now. But the guy goes and looks into the lore that video games are based on. Legends, uh, stories, anything behind the video games. He looks up all the historical references. In, nice. in something like Kid Icarus or games like that. Sweet. Yeah, it's a quick listen. It's good. Might learn something. Might not. Nice. I'm going to check that out. 
You need to send me a link to one of their their episodes so I can just then subscribe easier. <laughs> All right. I have it on Spotify, so I can share a link. Called okay. Video Game Lore, VGL. All right. I have a recommendation. It is an app recommendation. Um, Steppy Pants. <laughs> Steppy <No>. Pants! <laughs> no. <laughs> I actually have been getting into a lot of audiobooks, and it is cutting into my podcast listening time, but... <laughs> but it's not a bad thing. So I found this app Libby through my local uh, library and you're able to rent audiobooks, magazines, or just regular books to read. Not rent. You check them out from the you library. You check them out. Yeah, you actually awesome. check them out. And it's really sweet because I have sometimes a really hard time reading if the book doesn't capture me right away. Oh, I'm the same way, man. Like, some books will just get me right in, and other books, I'm just like, ugh, God, whatever. It's like a torture to fucking go through it, yeah. So, I really love audiobooks, because it's like a podcast. (laughs) And having someone read the damn book to me is just really nice. Unstoppable. (laughs) So I have read a ton of books. I have put a ton on hold and then extended the hold because I'm not done with this (laughs) book. I've, I've read quite a bit so far. If you haven't read or listened to The Hate You Give, I highly recommend it. There's also a movie as well. It's very to the book, but the book... Of course, it's better. I've also read Me and White Supremacy, because as an American white person, I mean, honestly, every white person should do this kind of work in this day and age, but it's it's been really important for me to educate myself, and having audiobooks help me has been making it a lot easier. <laughs> so I highly recommend... Go sign up for a library card. Check if your local library has a cool app. So then you won't have to go get a physical book. You can just read it on your phone. Or you can feed it, read it on your... Uh, not feed it. Read it. <laughs> There's already misspeaking. You can read it on your feed it. <laughs> <laughs> um, on any kind of tablet, I'm sure. Yeah, you can usually put those on like Kobo's, Kindles, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah from the yeah. libraries. Yep. So Use local libraries, people. Yes. Knowledge is power. Yes. Yeah. Read some books, man. <laughs> yeah. Or have them read to you if you just <laughs> yeah. can't yeah. Either read way, a book. yeah. Just <laughs> yes. Lit- literature. Yes. The more you know. That's right. Do do the rainbow with the star. I love it. Yes. So okay, my turn? Yes. Woohoo! Okay, so I'm going to talk about a podcast, I guess. Um, Sweet. I love true crime. On my podcast feed, it's probably 95% true crime. (laughs) 
Um, no, I oh, like I seriously am obsessed with true crime. <laughs> I get it. It's kind of a sickness, kind of gross, but whatever. So I'm going to re- um, recommend the Murder and Such podcast. This is a podcast I've been listening to for quite a while now. Um, they're, I think they're at episode like 67 or something. Um, oh. It's gone through... The one host has always stayed the same. Um, it's gone... The, he had a co-host before, but um, they live in Dayton, Ohio. And when that big shooting happened in Dayton, it happened at one of the bars that the co-host worked at. So she uh, oh. quit the show to go become a paramedic after because she wanted to help oh, people, wow. right? So now he's doing it on his own. But um, yeah, he just picks a case and talks about it every week. I just love the way it's done. Um, there's no like the the what's the word I'm looking for? The perpetrators are treated like the pieces of shit that they are. There's no glorifying yep. them. Um, the victims are treated with total respect, so I love yeah. that. You get your odd, like, there's not a lot of outside audio in it, so you, there is the odd, like, 911 call or interview, but it's not overloaded with that shit. Yeah. Um, that gets the host real is, gross. Yeah, sometimes it's like, dude, there's, like, I, like I said, I listen to a lot of these. Like, last night I was driving home in the car, car bawling my eyes out because I'm listening to a podcast where somebody got fucking killed. Like, the yeah. audio of their actual death. Like, yeah. So this doesn't go cool. that far. Um, like, you know, you'll hear the 911 calls or like he'll use a lot of interview pieces from interviews yeah. done about the cases. Um, but yeah, it's totally well done. I, it's a big recommend. If you like true crimes, I highly recommend that you, uh, the, that you listen to it. The host is super cool. He sent me stickers before and stuff. He's a really cool dude. Um, I know I listened cool. to a couple. We used to listen to a lot. But there's just a couple that I really, really like now. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, I've weeded it down, too, but I used to have <laughs> a lot more. But this is one of the ones that I've listened to from the beginning of my podcast, True Crime Listening. You know, there's there's only a few from the beginning Sweet. that are left, and this is one of them. So I definitely recommend Murder and Such. Um, I think it's on everything. I have an iPhone, so I listen to it on my podcast app, but I'm sure you can find right. it everywhere. Murder and cool. Such. And usually an episode every two weeks. That's good. He actually did one, not this past one, but the okay. one that he just... So they do, like, some pretty good research if it's every two weeks. Yeah, the one that he just d- did before, like, not the most recent, the one before was about the, um... He did a mini-episode about the shooting at the uh, Madden football tournament thing. That happened in Florida. You remember? Uh. There was, like, a Madden online tournament and some kid got pissed he didn't win and he shot somebody and shit oh yeah so he did an episode on that and then the one before that was like an episode about like just people blaming video games for crime so it was kind of interesting you know two things i like in the one so yeah interesting though definitely check it out i actually right, found it so i subscribed <laughs> yeah it's so, good i like it you'll like him you'll you'll like his yeah. uh you like his take so on that's it. just about it for this episode of grpvg Jenny, do you want to tell people where they can find you on social media and or other podcasts? Sure. Um, my You can find me on Instagram at lil, like L-I-L, like little, not lol, um, sock puppets. Uh, you can find me there. I mean, I don't post much, but, you know, if you want to, you can look there. <laughs> um, you can find anything else that I do at badsecretmedia.com. Um, my podcast, The Derailers, is... How's there? Um, which is okay. Oh my god, I almost did it. 
Okay, give me a second. I, in my head, I'm just hearing my wonderful wife, Jenny Bean, and my best friend, Ripken. Okay, I'm doing my homework. So the derailers... <laughs> You can find the Derailers podcast there. Um, we're pretty much just a podcast about nothing. And about, we pick a topic. We do absolutely no research. Like, literally, we talk about it. And we're like, oh, let's talk about this. Okay, record. <laughs> so it, it kind of <laughs> just goes nowhere and everywhere all at the same time. We have a little audio drama naysay about a freaking horse with rocket hooves and a soldier brain. <laughs> um, anything else that I do, I do a little bit of Beans Reads. Um, you can find that on the Bad Secret Media Patreon. I haven't done one in a while, but it's just I talk about all the books I read because I think right now I'm on book number 79 of the year. Nice. So you can find me there. Sometimes I guest on levels, not very often. But yeah, I mean, Bad Secret Media is pretty much the home to find anything that I do. All right. Cool. Thanks for joining us today. It's been yes. a blast. Guys, thank you so much for having me. I had so much fun. It was a great time. Thank you so much. Thank yeah. you. I'm so happy to have another gal gamer on the podcast. Lady gamers rule. Hell yeah. And you can find us on Twitter at grand underscore video. <laughs> and thank you to our patrons at Boston Harbor Horror. You fucking rock. Check oh, yeah. out that podcast if you haven't. It'll probably scare you. I was going to shout them out at the beginning of the episode. Let's do that next week. <laughs> or last week, whichever order we release these in. <laughs> yeah, and you can find us on Instagram at Grand Rapidians Play Video Games. Email us at Grand Rapidians Play Video Games at gmail.com. Yep. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com backslash grand rapidians play video games yep you can leave us a a voicemail at 9167 willy it's a real phone number that's awesome (laughs) (laughs) and yeah that's about it leave us a review share a screenshot with us and we'll send you free stickers or you can get the stickers from patreon either way and didn't we say if we get 10 patrons, we'll stop our ads? Yep. If we get 10 patrons, we'll stop doing ads. Yep. So, that's still a thing, y'all. Uh-huh. <laughs> get on that Patreon! <laughs> and thanks again, Jenny Bean, for joining us. Thanks, guys! <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, it's been fun. Totally. Is there a song done yet? What's going on here? Okay, there it goes. <laughs> it's still singing. We play the song. Oh shit, you should say goodbye. Goodbye.